Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening this Tuesday, April 13th, 2021. I hear the weather is lovely in Chicago this time of year. Topics on today's episode include bankruptcy figures during the pandemic, general trends in economic data, and a nautical joke. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, FBX, an Informa financial intelligence business. FBX delivers a comprehensive mortgage origination and pricing intelligence benchmarking platform that allows mortgage lenders to understand their competitive price position and lending performance metrics. With 41 out of the top 50 lenders relying on FBX solutions today, how can you better benchmark your lending success? Why do all underwriters have soft hair? Because they over-condition. <laughs> how do your underwriters feel about Bitcoin? Brokers up in Canada are allegedly now accepting e-currency. Underwriters are charged with analyzing the five C's of credit. Character, capacity, capital, collateral, and conditions. And hope that none of their borrowers go bankrupt. Surprisingly, bankruptcy filings by consumers under Chapter 7 were down 22% last year despite COVID, compared with 2019. While individual filings under Chapter 13 fell 46%. After holding above 50,000 filings a month in 2019 and in the first quarter of 2020, bankruptcy filings have remained below 40,000 a month since last March when the pandemic hit. I'm sure the stimulus money helps. The credit, quote, black box, end quote, is good for people who are able to build traditional credit, but there are credit-worthy individuals who don't have the ability to build credit the way the FICO score is built. In related news, the MBA's Mortgage Credit Availability Index rose by 0.6% in March, indicative of loosening credit. For links to those stories, as well as the latest on employment, lender and broker products, and some tidbits on non-QM and credit score-driven lending, visit robchrisman.com. It is good to look at trends rather than individual news bites to help clients who have questions about rates. Last week, we learned that producer prices increased in March and were up over 4% on an annual basis, the quickest annual pace in nearly 10 years. Supply constraints elevated demand and rising commodity prices are all contributing to the inflationary pressures throughout the economy. Services are expanding at their quickest pace in the 24 years they have been tracked separately. Supply chain problems were one reason imports declined in February, as autos and parts imports fell almost 11% despite car sales being at a three and a half year high. Many U.S. automakers are waiting on a backlog of semiconductors, which are experiencing a worldwide shortage. Surging goods demand has also created shipping delays as container ships are forced to park offshore at the nation's busiest ports due to a lack of space. While there is much encouraging data, employment still has a ways to go, as 18.2 million people were receiving some form of unemployment insurance in the most recent week's report, a sign that a full recovery is still a ways off. Anyone hoping for a lot of interest rate movement on Monday was sorely disappointed. Without much economic data on the day, talk revolved around Fed Chair Powell's 60 Minutes comments, or lack thereof, and a mediocre $38 billion 10-year Treasury note auction. The Mortgage Bankers Association's latest forbearance and call volume survey revealed that the total number of loans now in forbearance decreased by a sizable 24 basis points to 4.66% of servicers' portfolio volume as of April 4th. Some of this was to be expected as the initial wave of forbearances happened a year ago. 2.3 million homeowners are in forbearance plans per the MBA's estimate. Today's economic calendar begins shortly with the March NFIB Small Business Activity Index and March's Consumer Price Index, which should be interesting following last week's high producer price index figures. Later this morning brings Redbook same-store sales for the week ending April 10th, a $24 billion reopened 30-year bond auction, and no fewer than eight Fed speakers. On the demand side, 
Today sees the last three operations on the current Fed purchase schedule, with the desk purchasing up to $6.7 billion, with one operation in each class, UMBS 15, UMBS 30, and Gini 2. A new two-week schedule and the mid-April to mid-May purchase estimate will be released this afternoon. We begin National Scrabble Day, with agency MBS prices a few ticks better higher, and the 10-year yielding 1.66% after closing yesterday at 1.68%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A sailor didn't like anything he saw in the mess hall food line, so he just picked up a large piece of chocolate cake. The cook asked, is that all you're going to eat? The sailor said, yeah, the rest of it doesn't look too appetizing. The cook smiled and said, well, in that case, would you like two pieces of cake? The sailor said, yeah, man, I'd appreciate it. The cook leaned over and cut the sailor's piece of cake in half. (laughs) Thanks again to our sponsor, FBX. FPX provides real-time mortgage peer benchmarking that enables lender rate comparisons to access overall competitive positioning to positively impact share, margin, risk, and operational execution. With access to weekly loan origination data, representing over 50% of the mortgage market's applications, rate locks, and funding, FBX provides mortgage lenders real-time loan origination performance relative to the market. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search mortgage news on any platform you get your podcast from.